We welcome all who come to St. Anne's today and those who join us by way of live stream for our 11 o'clock Mass here every Sunday. There is a general opinion that unless I actually see something physically, taste it, touch it, hear it with my senses, unless I actually can sense that thing, then I don't know that it's real. It's only real if I physically can touch it, see it. Now that's not true. That's not really true in the order of nature. There are many things that I cannot see with the naked eye or taste or touch or hear that are real. I've always been fascinated by microscopes. My Aunt Arabella, when I was in my third grade, gave me a microscope set. It was fascinating to take the layer of onions. Did you ever do that growing up in your chem labs or science labs? And you'd put things under the lens and you'd focus and you could see the membranes of an onion before you started crying. Or frogs. That was fascinating. And biology class to take a dissected frog and look at the organs of a frog. You began to see things in a different way. The microscope helped you to see things that you didn't see before. In math, I was never very good at algebra but I could never understand A squared and B squared and square roots and all that stuff. It was all gibberish on a board for me. But numbers are real. I can't see A squared. I can't hear A squared. I can't touch B squared. But they're real. Can you measure love? I mean, real love. You might say, oh, I feel love. I'm not so sure you feel love. I think you feel feelings about love, but can you measure love? Is it physical? Can you put love under a microscope and dissect it that way? When she says, how much do you love me? And you say, well, on a scale of 1 to 10, maybe a 7.5. Really? Can you quantify love? Can you measure it that way? Goodness? Do you actually see goodness as goodness? No, you know goodness. Truth? Do you actually see truth or do you know the truth? Beauty. Do I see beauty? No, I see something, but I abstract beauty. Yet truth, beauty, goodness, 
like number, these things like love are immaterial. They're not physical, but they're real. And you know it when you see it. I know it when I see it. No, I know it when I know it. When I know it, I know that's true. So I don't have to see it to believe it. I can know it. Now, if that's true, friends, in the natural order of science and our own experience of these realities, how much all the more true it would be in the supernatural order. We call that abstraction faith. We don't have to see it. We know it. We just know it. And we know it because it's been revealed to us as true by Jesus, who can't deceive us. See, a true God cannot deceive. That's one thing God cannot do. God cannot lie. God cannot play around. So what you see here today at every Mass are elements of bread and wine on an altar. Physically, you see bread and wine. But you know, through faith, which is a gift, that in a moment, they become something else, someone else, the body and blood of Jesus. Now, how do you know that? How do you know that? You know that because you have a gift to see. To see in faith that bread and wine are no longer just that. Their accents remain, but their substance is something else, someone else. This is fascinating, that God gives us gifts to see physically, but then also a gift to see what the naked eye cannot see, like love, truth, beauty, goodness, number. We see the body and blood of Christ. If everybody could see this way, we'd have to build a much larger church to accommodate hundreds of thousands that would want to come to see that. So you ask yourself, then why doesn't everyone see what I see or you see? Because for whatever reason, God doesn't give everyone the same gift. So count yourself very privileged. This is a very privileged moment for you to see what the average person out there doesn't see. No condemnation, no judgment. It's just they don't see it that way. But you see it that way. And so did the blind man. He saw what no one else could see, namely Jesus. When he asked, Lord, or he said, Sir, who is it that I'm speaking to? Who is this person that 
cured me. And Jesus says, you're speaking to him. It is I. And the man worshipped him. The Pharisees couldn't see. They were blind. They saw Jesus as a crazed prophet, an unorthodox Jew, just a difficult person to deal with, speaking in rhymes and parables and gibberish. But the blind man saw. He could see. He understood because of the faith that he had in Jesus, who could work the miracle. So that's the beautiful thing about faith, too, is that we not only see things and realities that the naked eye can't understand, but then we begin to see the truth, that this gift of faith now brings me to acknowledge the truth of Jesus, who is Lord and God, not merely a prophet or just a man. So dear friends, once again, nothing new, but it's good just to remind ourselves of the privilege and blessing that we have as Catholics every time we behold elements of bread and wine that become his body and blood. And finally then, when it comes to our desire to hear words, to hear these words, to see and to hear, we hear his words, this is my body, this is my blood. We hear his words, I absolve you from your sins. We hear his words, I baptize you in the name of... These are all his words. We hear the words again. To the world, they're just words of history. To the eyes and ears of faith, they are the words of Jesus, who represents himself now in those words, with those elements, and become truly present to us. Words that say peace be with you. Words that say, I forgive you. Words that say, I love you. Words that say, do not be afraid.